Welcome to the Coach and the Therapist podcast, where we discuss solutions to life's problems from two different, though related, perspectives. Each week, we pick a topic such as anxiety, depression, or weight loss and offer our views based on our training, background, and experience. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to, share, and subscribe to this podcast. For more information, head to my website at vanessachristensen.com. Our topic for today for our podcast is the holidays, feeling overwhelmed, and kind of what goes along with that. This is a topic that is near and dear to Vanessa's heart (laughs) and uh, something that she experiences every year, so we'll give her a chance to talk about it first. (laughs) Yeah, I actually already experienced it this year, right? Um, So I've noticed a pattern for myself every year. It usually happens right after Thanksgiving. Um, I don't start thinking about Christmas until after Thanksgiving because I love Thanksgiving so much um, that um, and I have learned that I really detest the whole Christmas thing or the whole ordeal of Christmas and it's not because of like what we're celebrating Um, I think it's everything else so um, what ends up happening is I have this expectation in my head that it should be about service and all these like great things. And then, you know, presents should be the last thing on your list. But then of course, that's not exactly what society tells you, right? And also um, my head goes right along with it. It totally agrees. No, you should get like the things that you've been needing or wanting during this time. We don't tend to like over splurge most of the year on our kids, but, for some reason, for me, it's like, okay, birthdays and holidays, I mean, birthdays and Christmas is the time to like really just sort of like, I overspend, I guess. I'm not quite sure. But um, what ends up happening is that I have all these expectations of um, I should give the best gifts or like the right gifts or the most thoughtful gifts because that's what most people talk about, right? Oh, I got the most thoughtful gift. And I'm like, I don't think I give thoughtful gifts, of course. So in my head, I just start feeding my brain all of these things that I'm not doing well for the holidays, especially this gift giving. Yeah, the expectation that we set up for ourselves is that there's, there's a way to make somebody happy. Right. And that if we want to be good, like if we want to be a good person, if we want to have value and worth, then we will do that thing that makes those people happy. The hard, the hard part is, though, that people are not just simple people, like simple creatures, you know, like we have a lot of complex needs and desires. I know even like for, for me, sometimes I'll, I'll say something in November going, oh, I really want this. But by December 15th, like I don't really care about it anymore. <laughs> yeah. So if you like buy it on December 8th, you know, then there's this whole thing of like, oh, my gosh, you know. Now it's not even something the person wants. There's a lot of these expectations come around trying to make people happy and do things in a way that meets their needs. Right. And so that goes all along the lines of everything that I teach in coaching, that um, the outside things when we're consuming to try to make ourselves feel happy or we're giving in hopes that it helps for people to be happy, that expectation actually will always most likely lead to disappointment because really what actually makes us happy is what we covered on our last podcast, which is gratitude, uh, knowing your self-worth and serving. Like there's like lots of things there that are not materialistic type things. Now, most people would say, but (laughs) it's really nice to get nice things. Um, Harvard actually just came out with a study that said that even when we get the things that we want, 
um, eventually, like even if we save and like build up to it and then we purchase the thing that let's just say like it's a really nice dress or like your dream house, whatever, um, uh, house to, I mean, a dress to a house. Do you like that big jump? Um, uh, that eventually that thing that was so like the goal, the thing to have becomes normalized. And so therefore, if you aren't doing, if you're not already happy from within, those things, those things that we keep consuming and wanting to put into our lives actually eventually actually make us worse off because we keep searching for this like happiness outside of ourselves, right? So for me, it's kind of interesting because I want to give an experience to other people, which again, it's the same thing. It's the same idea. I cannot give happiness to other people. It has to come from within. Now we can have fun and do other things, which is some of the things that we're going to talk about, um, uh, having a more funner, easier going holiday season. Um, but there's a few emotions that pop up for me every single like holiday season and it's confusion and doubt. Like, what should I get? There's the, all the what ifs, the what, what should I, where can I get? And all those things, the confusion and the doubt, the self doubt that I am actually capable of knowing what that individual needs or wants to have. So, um, which ends up then becoming the overwhelmed, right? That I usually end up feeling. And what happens from overwhelmed is essentially for me, how it shows up instead of being frantic, I actually stop. Like I actually just shut down and stop doing things. And that's usually when you start taking control, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother process we can talk about in the podcast <laughs> at some point. You're, and you're not even hitting on the things that actually really do add to people's plays during the holidays. So think of like holiday parties, Yeah. trying to navigate all of those because a lot of times people have four or five, even more of those to go to. Right. You have gifts for other people. So like coworkers, teachers, mm-hmm. um, you know, other, other extended family members. Then let's not even mention, you know, you have your uh, Christmas cards. Right. And so trying to get that together for the 60 to 70 people that you want to send those out to. Right. Updating addresses, putting putting it together. I mean, you got to get your family pictures done so that you can put it on the card. <laughs> okay, you, you know, need to so stop many... <laughs> right now because you're already giving me the overwhelm. No, but but I... that's, there's so many things that people <clears throat> add to their plates at this time of the year that right. really lead to that feeling. It's not even just about trying to find the right gift for people right. or get, get them something that is meaningful to them. It's all these other things that we add to our plate during this time of the year that just lead people to that place that you were just talking about where essentially it just becomes too much and they shut down. Right. Um, so really, um, the first thing that I have suggested well, to myself and I am trying to do is that I actually let a lot of those things go. Like I, um, I don't do, I'm, of course, all of my kids are older. So I, in order for me to do all of the, all of the, um, teachers in their lives would be like 25,000 of them. <laughs> that may be an overestimate. Um, but, um, the other idea is that, um, I've, I've just not, I, I don't do the little things that are supposed to make other people happy. Um, the idea is that I just stopped doing everything and just decided I'm not going to do any of it. And then immediately my brain said, okay, but what about this one? So I brought it back to just the essentials. So for me, I really just focused on our family 
and then uh, small immediate individuals that um, I'd like to send a card to and things like that. But I, I don't do the whole thing anymore. Um, it's not about that. It's not about the stress. It should actually be about serving and being smiley to people who might not be having a good day. Um, so I have quit trying to do the outside of me things like that are physical, like buying or uh, sending things. And I've actually had, I've actually turned back towards how do I serve this person a little bit better? How do I make them feel? Um, I can't make them feel, but how am I, how can I be kind to this person? How can I love this person? Um, yeah, I don't think it's so much about necessarily not doing certain things. It's more of actually being deliberate and having a conversation with yourself about what what really falls into under the should, ought to, and must category. Mm-hmm. You know, so, well, you should, you should send Christmas cards to everybody. Well, who says that? That's, that's other people around you. Right. Who made that up? I'm pretty sure that 200 or 300 years ago, we weren't sending Christmas cards. Actually, if you want to get into consumerism, Hallmark says that we need to send Christmas cards. <laughs> right. You know, or, or whatever, Walmart, whatever makes the, uh, the little picture of things now that they got. But the idea is that, that that comes because of a consumer mentality of like, if you do this, then you're a good person. Well, right. the reality is that like a lot of those shoulds, ought tos, and musts are not really requirements. They're just things that are kind of put upon us. And we should really be deliberate in asking ourselves which of those we want to maintain and which of those we might want to let go. Yeah, and also understand that other people have expectations. I think that's the part where it gets me the most. Well, they're going to really want this from me. Like, say, extended family really wants a picture of our family or a little update um, of our family. And I'm like, okay, but we talk throughout the whole entire year. (laughs) Why can't that be our updates? Um, But but to be willing to actually kind of have a boundary for yourself of like, no, I know what I am willing to do and what I'm not willing to do. And so um, having really clear expectations um, of yourself. um, But first thing was to really just, I wiped everything off of my plate and just said, I'm not doing any of it. And then um, immediately my brain gave me examples of things that were really important to me. And so that was um, making sure that we had some opportunities to serve. So we have like a little tradition where we um, weekly uh, read out some of the ways that we've been able to help other individuals and um and to serve either each other or outside of ourselves um, by, um, we have like a little, what is it called? Little king? Oh, it's the like soft enough for a king. Yeah. Uh, straw in the manger thing. Yeah. So uh, the idea is that um, you want enough straw. That's all of your services, right? Um, on a piece of paper. Yeah. So you have little strips of, uh, of paper and whenever you do a good thing or a service, you, you write it on there and that acts as a straw in the manger. Yeah. And so that actually uh, brings, I feel, like the Christmas spirit and um, it actually opens up for opportunities for our family to really get out of ourselves and to... Um, and to serve each other and others. Um, but to really just, I wanted to be, to simplify, like 
and not go over the top crazy. But I still get the overwhelmed feeling of it's not like I'm going to be disappointing in like what I do get them because we don't get them a ton of things, right? Um, so it goes back to this um, idea of scarcity, of not enough, of like I'm not going to give them the right thing. I'm not going to give them... Um, what they've ex- what they expect um so again doesn't, I'm, doesn't that kind of fall though under the idea of giving other people power yes yep so the idea is that i am giving all of my power away to their emotion of like what i am doing am i'm giving to them and then they decide whether or not it's good or bad instead of remembering like my um, intentions, which is to, to just do something nice for them. And, and then that be my, my giving. Well, to but, them. and this, but this is the fundamental difference between you and I, that's always been there. Mm. When, when you give a gift and somebody doesn't like it, you say, what's wrong with me? Yeah. When I give a gift and somebody doesn't like it, I say, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, like that's, there's, those are two different perspectives for the same reaction. Right. You know, that same reaction of like, I don't like this gift or I don't, I don't appreciate this. For some people, it leads them to look internally and say, I did something wrong that caused this feeling. I look at it and say, what is going on in that person that's causing that feeling or making them like, where, where are they getting that from? You right. know, with, with kids and teenagers, it's not that hard, right? Because kids and teenagers tend to just be selfish. And so if they are, and, and that's just kind of the nature of, of development. So when they, when something's not right for them, they interpret it as a bad thing for them. And then they tell everybody about it. When in reality, like it's it's a perspective of selfishness. It's not a perspective of you did anything wrong. Yeah, and I teach this all the time. It's really funny though when you can't like really put it onto yourself, and then you have to like get coached or like say to my therapist husband. I'm like, all right, help me through this, right? Um, and the idea is, I know that I know that like logically, I know that, but my brain will still love to tell me the story of you're the problem, right? Not you, me, I'm the problem. And so therefore- You're talking about me or our kids? Me. <laughs> okay. okay, trying to figure out which one we're going with here. No, whenever I give a gift and, and if they're disappointed, it's like I know logistically that they're allowed to react any way they want to because that's them, that's their thoughts, that's their experience, right? And then, um, but for some reason, like, logistically like I get that and logically like I know that I teach that but then it's always the all right let's take a step back and realize that it's gonna be okay so for me it's not even like the actual gift giving part that part doesn't even stress me out it's the prior to the gift giving like the buying of the gift because then it comes back to the scarcity of if I buy this and they don't like it, then I've wasted money. So notice how there's even more as I am continuously looking at my brain, right? Or in the way that I think, like I'm just becoming more aware of actually what's going on there. So it's not so much of like their disappointment. That's not where it ends. For me, it's like, oh, I just wasted money. So this scarcity of money of like, never going to get that money back again. And now it's just going to sit there and it's going to be useless. Yeah. I suppose this is the thing I kind of always struggle with though. When I, when I find people on the other end of this is Looking at saying like, you know, these these are really kind of the first world problems. Mm-hmm. 
Um, there are families that are struggling to even figure out if they can buy presents. Right. You know, let alone whether they're going to get a thing that their child likes. Right. You know, they, and there's and there's families where the kids are so used to not getting anything that they're just so grateful when their parents give them anything. Right. You know, like any gift is an amazing thing. So it a lot of it just has to do with your perspective. And this is where I keep coming back to in this conversation is like it's not based on reality. Mm-hmm. Like it's not based on some objective truth. It's just based on our experience. And if there's one thing that should be known in all of our podcasts so far is that our experience is subjective and under our control. Once you kind of get that and understand that, then you can begin to choose different things. Right. Yeah, exactly. So like I said, the first thing that I that I decided to do to really just bring it back was to get rid of everything and then just pick the things that I really wanted to do and to experience. Uh, yeah, and that is, a, that is a good method to, to use. And that would be kind of on the checklist of things that we're talking about is to say, like, I'm just going to wipe off every should, ought to, and must. Right. And if it falls into that category, I'm taking it off the list and I'm going to have zero things on that list. And I will then begin to choose. Right. As I evaluate one by one, which things I want to put back on my list. Yeah, I get to. And then that's where that mindset starts to actually start to shift. I get to do this. I get to pick presents for my children. I mean, there could be also individuals who don't get that opportunity anymore. What if they're not speaking to each other anymore? Like, you know what I mean? This is an opportunity. This is a gift that I get to do this. No matter what the outcome on their side, I still get the opportunity to do this. The second one is you hit it on on the head, which was just be grateful for the opportunity to actually have the means or even have the budget that you've been able to save up for, um, being grateful that you have the opportunity to get together. I mean, I always think of like last year and, um, so many individuals not being able to be around each other. Um, so being grateful. So, uh, first thing is all the things that you get to do, right? Wipe it off and things that you actually get to do. Second one is just being grateful for all the things that you get to do. Yeah, once once you are once you are in charge of those choices, once you're the one saying, I want to do these things, I wouldn't even say I get to do these things, like I want to do these things, mm-hmm. then that feeling of being overwhelmed decreases dramatically. Right. And then the one of the last things is to actually just make a plan. And so uh, the way I like to make plans is from like from the future back. So it was a good good Christmas and these are the things that we did. And this is what we got them after like we decided the things that we were going to spend on them and things like that. And then um, this is what we ate. These are the activities that we did and then plan backwards. So if I had these activities, these these uh, meals and these gifts like that, that made a nice, simple Christmas experience, but still very nice. what did I do to get there? So then I start planning backwards. So in order to have these foods and these type of things, I had to have bought them, right? So then I put in my calendar, when did I buy the things um, that we did for the for the meals? And what did we also, if we did some activities, where, who do I need to talk to? What do we need to do? How do we need to plan those things? So um, taking out all the guessing game as what you mentioned in the very beginning is like, there's so many parties, there's so many things, there's so many things that you have to do. If I don't write them down, if I don't have a little reminder on my phone, um, okay, buy the meat today, right? And that is like 
three days prior to uh, Christmas, then I'm going to either forget because I'm so frazzled or if I don't have it on there planned out, um, I'll have to go for my brain. And we all know how my brain works sometimes. It drops things. Um, and I don't remember things and then things are left off, which is really not that big of a deal. But if you're already feeling overwhelmed, it's going to seem like a big deal. So planning from the future backwards to day of, um, that is um, one of the things that you can do outside of yourself to kind of take out the overwhelm. Um, I know that in itself actually stresses out other people uh, because you have people who really love to organize on one far extreme and then you have people who like like the minute you say to plan something their brain goes into like absolutely not chaos like they're like don't try to do that to me so if you're one of those just plan loosely maybe on pieces of paper like um just uh, like week by week just roughly a few ideas you don't have to stick to them but at least it gives you an idea of things if you're like a super planner maybe kind of relax a little bit and go towards a little bit where towards the middle of like how what what's one thing that you can do that's just sort of fun uh introduce things is it's okay if things don't go perfectly um it's not going to be that big of a deal because they're not going to know that it didn't go perfectly you only are the one that doesn't that knows that it didn't go perfectly yeah so when it, when it comes to these kinds of things you, you can you can definitely do the planning and the planning can help um it goes back to something that's been in the self-help literature for a long time of begin with the end in mind mm -hmm. you know what what is it you want the outcome to be back plan from there um and you may notice that a, a couple things in what we're saying is just the idea of sort of taking whatever your extremes are and sort of backing off of those right. you know if you're an over planner maybe back off a little bit and plan less if you're an under planner maybe ramp that up a little bit and plan a bit more. Yeah. If you're an over planner, it tends to, those are usually the clients that tend to be like, no, it's going to be perfect. It's going to be like this. I already have a plan. And then what ends up happening is they are still disappointed because the outcome is never exactly how they had expected it. Or if it did, they've been a total, like very vigilant and very stressed out individual um, without being able to deter from their from their plan um and then i have other individuals who are like i i can't make a plan it's too overwhelming it's like let's just write things down as if things went well right and so um bringing it in just a few notches from like your extreme right actually helps you to loosen up a little bit or to have a little bit more structure um which eventually actually helps all the people around you as well because usually what happens when I get super overwhelmed and I get grumpy <laughs> because I have all these expectations and then I start being short with people because they're not helping me enough like the this expectation that I have and so my whole goal is to actually just back off some and to just actually enjoy the day and enjoy the people and not have it be this whole overwhelming situation with like having it be perfectly done yeah and i think that goes to something that i often talk to people about which is that if you're not and i so to back up a little bit i mean i understand that there's depression anxiety and there's there's like clinical chemical things that happen to people but if you're not enjoying your life if you're not enjoying the processes you're going through then you, you probably need to do something different mm-hmm you know, like if you're not enjoying Christmas time or the holidays or whatever it is, 
like you might need to do something different. And if it's that you're overwhelmed because you're trying to pack too much in, like maybe it's okay. But remember, a lot of this does come back to the expectations that other people hold for us. Um, I, I tell people sometimes, and I do this to exaggerate a little bit, because it's not 100% true, but children do things because the other people want them to. Like little children don't make a lot of choices for themselves. They just do what they're told. They put their shoes on, they get in the car, they go to school, they do whatever they're told. They make choices based on what other people want for them. Adults make choices based on what's right for them. It, 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 is a, it is a more childish perspective to say, I have to do these things because other people are going to feel a certain way if I don't do them. Right. It is more adult to make a choice as to whether or not you're going to engage in that behavior. Um, one thing I should actually say too about this before we kind of wrap this up is that if you are going to make some of these changes, those people around you that do expect certain things from you um, and you do care about and you want to like help their feelings to be um, okay is you can communicate with them what you're doing. Right. So, you know, you can, you can say to that family that wants pictures or an update or something saying, Hey, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be happy this year. And so this year I'm not doing cards, but I am going to call you on Christmas day and tell you how much I love you and, and spend time conversing with you and making sure that you know that I care and making sure that they just kind of know what you're doing and that it's not because you don't care about them or about their feelings for that matter but that you're trying to do something that balances your own ability to be happy with what they're hoping for from you. Right. And, um, and you can communicate with your immediate family as well, like your spouse and children. Like, look, what are the things that we actually totally and absolutely want to do? So like for Thanksgiving, I asked the kids, I'm like, what, what are the things that you guys just know that we have to have or like that you want to have for Thanksgiving dinner? And they suggested the couple of things that like absolutely, they absolutely wanted to have. And then I tried a new recipe just to try something new and to have fun and to almost kind of push my little limit of like having the idea of like, it could go completely wrong because it was new and I didn't know anything about it. Um, and it did, it went wrong. <laughs> Nobody liked it, um, but it's okay. I learned uh, from that experience of like, okay, not gonna do that recipe, no big deal. But I wasn't of like, if it doesn't go well, then all is lost because a lot of good things actually did go right, uh, which is the last thing on my list, which is to really start looking for all the things that are going good. I mean, you've got family members that you could send pictures to. You have family members um, that um, you're able to purchase for. So, and other things like that. You have people that you get to love. Right, which goes back to our idea of gratitude that we talked about last time. Right. If you layer that on top of a lot of this, it makes it way easier to feel joy and happiness during this time. Right. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Yep. Make sure to check us out on the web and other platforms, and uh, and we'll uh, we'll be back soon. <laughs>